Tuesday was just not a good day for the Taz Show on a lot of levels. But hey, uh, welcome to the Taz Show. Maybe you're listening live or watching live. Yes, I said watching. Live Video Jones over at Facebook. Facebook Live right now at uh, facebook.com slash the Taz Show. Maybe you're listening to the podcast version of this bitch. You could be doing that on uh, Spotify or iTunes or TuneIn on the radio.com app. Thank you, thank you, thank you for that. Much appreciated. So we got, uh, oh, that was a great fade. We got, um, dude, really, what the F, you know? I mean, seriously. Uh, we don't have phone lines. Uh, I, I, I don't, I, I'll, I'll bring you guys behind the scenes, ladies and gentlemen. <clears throat> um, I do not like when things don't fade out. That's a real behind the scenes Taz Show pet peeve. Seth, the KFJ, uh, welcome to the show, the producer of the Taz Show. Thanks, Taz. How yeah, are you? Yeah, good, buddy. Uh, you and I have been working together, it seems like, 60 years. It feels like, yeah, it feels like only yesterday. And you probably more, know more than anybody the stuff that burns my ass, besides a flame about that high. <laughs> <laughs> Why would you not fade the gimmick? You want, you want me to tell you the truth? No, okay. I don't, actually. Just please make sure next show it's fixed. Yes, sir. Uh, anyway, so welcome uh, welcome to this biatch here. Um, no phone, phone lines today. Sorry. <clears throat> uh, we're going to maybe uh, chatter up with some of you people on Facebook Live. Share the show, too, on Facebook Live. I believe we're, it's working fine. We're not getting any complaints. I see Semi kind of... Uh, uh, why, why, why do I see mad red faces now? Uh-oh. Uh, this is not good. People are lying. It says, happy birthday, Jamie, from Lizette Austin. Happy birthday, Jamie, wherever you are. Wow, audio issues again? What? Is what? there really audio issues again? There's all mad faces, so there's a problem again? Say it ain't order. so. Uh-oh. Oh, jeez. Yeah. Well, I'm going to continue doing this right now like it's a podcast. Because we're live audio, so you can listen to the live audio on the radio.com app, but that's what I'm reading here. So it says the audio is choppy. So don't know what to tell you people on Facebook, but I was told we were ready to roll, and I guess we weren't. But we are live audio right now. Do your thing. We are live audio right now on the radio.com app, so I urge you to go there. And listen live there. I don't know if you can see it there, but you definitely can hear the show on the Radio.com app or at Radio.com. Uh, and if you're having problems there, shut it down and just check out the podcast version, which will drop in about an hour and a half at those places that I told you where you normally would get the Taz show. So I'm not going to get into a whole diatribe again about issues and tech stuff. I'm not doing it. I'm just not going to do it. Um, not going to do it. There's some, uh, some interesting news in the world of wrestling. I want to get into a little bit of this. In this episode here, um, that's for sure. And the one thing is, uh, if you have an update, let me know. If you don't, that's cool. Uh, Vince McMahon is no longer the man running 205 Live, which is very intriguing, interesting to me. Um, if you want my opinion as a full overview, simple answer, is this good or bad, like an opinion? 
Uh, I'd have to tell you right out of the box, I think it's it's excellent that, that Triple H is going to be in charge of 205 Live. Um, you're making a face. You don't think so, sir? No, I agree 100%. I mean, how much convinced overseas? SmackDown and Raw is five hours of content. It's a, that's a ton. Yeah, well, and I think also at his age, he's got, a, he's got you know, it's, a, it's you got to, you know, Triple H is young in events, but Triple H is not a kid either. So we're talking about someone who's 50 who's considered young compared to Vince. So, you know, that's who's running the show over there. So I do think that Triple H, though, has his finger on the pulse, and so does Stephanie. Um, to what the younger generation might want to see. Um, you know, he's done an excellent job with, with NXT, obviously. Uh, some of the U.K. stuff that they did in the beginning was good, and I think Triple H was in charge of that. I think he'll do a really good job here with 205. Any update on the Facebook? Um, I'm waiting for an update. All right, yeah. so apologize. I, apo- I apologize uh, to everybody on there. Um, it says, Taz, can you switch the periscope? No, I can't. It's not that simple. I can't just switch the periscope. It's not like that. There's cameras in here. This is not I, like a, an iPhone doing this, you know? I mean. I do have some good news. What? Uh, the website's nearly fixed. Okay. <laughs> that's, that's what I heard today. That's awesome. Yeah, wonderful. Fixed. Wonderful. <sighs> um, so anyway, uh, I don't know. I, I, I don't want to get sidetracked from this because so, people listen to the podcast. So. Well, Maybe some people could stop the Facebook and restart. Maybe our team should try that, too. Uh, whoever's back there, Curlew and company. They're, they're on it. All right, good. So back to this thing about 205. I do think it's a good thing, seriously. Um, for 205, um, for fans of Cruiserweights, um, I do. I think they got to figure out a way. And if they have already, because uh, I don't watch 205 on a regular basis, to be honest with you, but I'm obviously very familiar with it. I think they need to create... Like a ready, uh, 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 how do I word this? A steady, regular stream of a synergy between between the main roster uh, and the two or five guys. So what I mean is those lighter weight guys, you know, let them uh, build their star power at times the right way, and don't just put them in a corner together. You know, on Raw and or SmackDown more. You know, in pushed angles if need be. We saw a little bit of that in the past. It's never not like it's never been done. But I think that's how you avoid losing guys and guys like Austin Aries, you know, who if you pigeonhole guys that are very talented that have had success elsewhere uh, and then you just pigeonhole them like, okay, this is where you are and that's that. You, they look at themselves like, well, where, where's my longevity? Where's my, you know, okay, so let's say I become the champ here, 205, great. Then that's it. I've hit the penultimate. I'm done. So I think you got to figure out a way with that. I think Triple H and Stephanie will do that. I think they already started doing that. They did start doing. Yeah. I haven't watched. Before. Well, look, it's Tyler Bates been on 205 Live. Roderick Strong just won the first his first round of the right. Cruiserweight that, tournament. Yes, yes. They brought Hideo Itami over. So I, I think um, they have this talent. I think, and they, I think uh, Triple H has proven he knows how to kind of work guys in and out. And, and he, no, he does. He yeah. Does. So I, I think, uh, you know, they said Vince was trying to build 205 Live to make it more character driven. Like his other shows, which yeah. you know made sense. Like Drew Gulak to me was one of the guys that like, they really started tapping yeah, into yeah, his yeah, personality. Yeah. And Enzo, when he was there, obviously was like kind of the face of the show. But I think they want to get back to what what it was with the Cruiserweight Classic. I think they want to really focus on the in ring stuff, and you know, but they still have to develop characters too. I think there's enough room to do everything. You have to focus on guys' <laughs> yeah, strengths. You have right? to have characters. You know, I know I'm I'm a wrestling purist also. I mean, a lot of fans that maybe listen to my content or watch this or whatever, you know. Um, they're hardcore wrestling fans. They're wrestling purists. And everybody loves a great five-star match. That's awesome. But at the end of the day, you've got to have human interest in the talent. 
So if you don't have a talent built up with character development the right way, no one's going to care about that character. So now Vince McMahon's great at that, but sometimes too much. And I, I, sometimes I think Vince might think a little too old school. Um, by the way, side note, Eric Viziano uh, at TruthX16X, big fan of the Taz Show. We've we shouted him out here before. He said, no problems on the radio.com, so uh, there's no choppiness, no issues there. Uh, any update, let me know. Okay, Seth, i got to hold your hand through yep. everything here. No, I'm, I'm, I'm waiting. I'm assuming people are working. Yes, stage, they are. It is happening. Vigorously working. Um, also, uh, so we'll see what happens with the 205. It should be cool. Also, uh, Jason, uh, not Jason Jordan. I know he's got, uh, he had surgery, right? Successful surgery, I believe. But I, I wasn't going to talk about him. I want to talk about Shelton Benjamin. So Shelton Benjamin, as many of you guys know, found a... Loaded gun in his rent car, but it was a budget rent car. And was that a glove box? I'm not sure where it was. It might have been the trunk. I mean, it's like four days into having a car, so yeah. it probably was. I don't know. It's weird how well, it, was, it was loaded too. I've read Crazy. that's scary. I saw Shelton's tweet. Not to be confused with Benjamin Shelton, Dixie's friend. <laughs> <laughs> Old school Tasho fans get that one. Um, yeah, it's not good. Bad look, budget. Uh, bad look, bad deal. Shelton. Could have put himself in danger, put him in, on uh, many levels. Uh, you go go to jail. Go to jail. Oh, he can get, you know, you never know what happens. He gets pulled over, cop right. season, not just that. Get shot. And, and, uh, yeah, you never know. I mean, so it's just very, very bad all the way around. <clears throat> now, I've rented a lot of cars in my life, you know, a lot, a lot throughout my career, a ton. And I used to rent for budget a lot. WWE deals with budget, and they deal with Avis. That's, how they, that's what they used to deal with. And um, I always like Davis a little better than budget, but whatever. Uh, I'm not splitting hairs here. But this is what happens when you rent cars when you're in the f- professional wrestling business. You get to the town, you fly, you land in, uh, you go to baggage claim, you find a rental car counter, or usually you have a card where you're like a member, like a gold member or platinum member, where you could bypass the counter, and then your name is like on a list, and then you just see, okay, my car is in aisle A16. And then you go to A16, there's your name on it, or all the rental car companies are different. But that's the overview of when you're a frequent renter, which Shelton is and all the guys and girls are, because you travel so much. So so I'm letting you people know how it's done. First, a lot of people don't travel a lot. In your regular job, maybe you don't travel a lot. So you, you wouldn't, some people in this world maybe have never rented a car. That happens. So you go to the, the gimmick, you see your name on the, on the dashboard or whatever, on a computer board. And you get in the car. It's a Ford Explorer, you know, whatever. So you get in the Ford Explorer. You open, you pop the back. You put your bags in the back. You get in. You put the rent-a-car agreement, which is your registration if you get pulled over, basically. And you put that in the, in the middle armrest, usually, or the glove box. You put the car in drive, and you drive. You don't care. This is not Shelton's fault. No one's saying it is. You don't look around the car. You're not looking under the seat. You're not looking in the other glove box. You're not looking where they hide the, the, the spare tire. You don't care. what you don't, This is not your car. You usually beat it up, and you hold it for two days, three days, four days, whatever it is, for the loop, and you have a one-way rental usually. What that means is, okay, I'm going to pick a car up in Chicago because it's raw, okay, and then I, I got I to gotta go to SmackDown. After SmackDown, I got an appearance on Wednesday, and then I got another appearance on Thursday, in Champaign, Illinois, and I'll drop the car in Champaign. So that means it's a one-way rental. You're picking up in one town, dropping off in another, okay? So you have the car for four days, and then you drop it, and you don't even know what's in the car. 
you don't look. But you know what? You're making a good point. And I, I remember reading stories about this. You, you really, when you rent a car, everyone should really take a good look. I think that people's, uh, there's dead bodies have been found in car, rental I cars. I, I mean, uh, you, you, you know, you don't be left holding the bag, you know? No, I know. But I'm just telling you. I know dude, it's, it's, nobody does it, right? You, you, you got to get in and go. I get it. But there's no time. You don't take care. Take five minutes. You don't care. You know, pop the trunk. You don't care. I, don't, I can't speak for every wrestler right. out there. All I know is... It's all people, though. They want to get in and go. I mean, I know Kurt Angle and I drove together for a long time. Al Snow and I drove together years ago. I drove together with a bunch of guys. Um, We didn't look at squat, okay? (laughs) You get it, you go. I mean, that's it. I mean, really. I I, Sometimes we go to a gym, work out, get out of the gym. I'm like, oh, what car? What car? (laughs) You start hitting the button. Yeah, what color's our car again? (laughs) Because, you know, you don't even know... so much. You Let's mention all of you got hit in the head so many times. Well, that's a whole other story. But right, what about so, you though? Like you know, what about it, me? Yeah. What, what Who about? Who wants to walk with Elias? How can I help you, sir? Uh, you know, it, is, does that trigger any stories for you? Uh, you know, road stories, whether rental car stories or you know, wrap around, you know, hit something or wrap around, you know, wrap around um, a pole, like smash a car, no, never, <laughs> hotels, anything like that. No, I haven't had. Um, I haven't had uh, rent a car. Let me think. Hotels. Oh. Well, yeah, I got a couple of hotel travel stories. Um, Can you? Are you allowed to tell them on the oh, show? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, no, no, I can't. Um, I'll tell you this right now. Oh, Gabriel Hill said here on Facebook, maybe tomorrow the audio will be good. Gabriel, take your scar- sarcasm and stick it, stick it, homie. Especially, there's no Taz show on tomorrow. Well, he's being a wise ass. Yeah. <laughs> Just sent him a message. <laughs> Don't I I sent them? Thanks. I showed him. That's right. Yes. So, (laughs) Curlew, stay away from me, buddy. Oh, boy. Now I'm looking at uh, what is going on. There's an empty chair. Uh, Is this a joke? What is going on here? Hmm? There's a. I don't even know where this is from. Let me. me, Sorry, I go to a hotel. And uh, where were we? Oh man, this was I was in WWE and this happened two different occasions in two different towns. One was in Texas, I don't remember where, and the other one I think was in Florida. And I check in, usually you check in the hotel late at night, usually, because you're done with the show. And you're checking in a lot of times, you know, midnight, one p one AM, something like that. And it's like a you know, Tuesday night or a Monday night. Hotels are usually kinda empty in some towns. And this one night, and this was somewhere I don't know if it was Dallas, Houston, I can't remember. It was like a courtyard Marriott or something like that. I get my room key. I just checked in. It was like on the second floor. Put the room key in. And I always would walk in a hotel room, eyes on a head on a swivel, because you never knew who was in the room. I always would think that way. It sounds crazy. <laughs> it does sound crazy. No, but a lot of guys that travel a lot do that, because you never know who's in a room, you, like trying to jump you. Like, I know it sounds nuts, but I always would make sure everything's cool. I still do that now. If I'm in a hotel. Like other wrestlers? Like trying to take your no, spot? No, not wrestlers. No. Buddy <laughs> 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 is stupid. So, so here's the thing, right? This one time here, I walk in. It's dark. But I hear like music, like very like faint, like a clock radio. I'm like, what the? There's somebody in the bed. <laughs> sleeping out like a light. I've been waiting for you, Ted. No, it wasn't like that. It's dark in there. And it was like. I, I guess it was a dude. I'm like, oh, and I just, like, got out of there. And I go downstairs. I'm like, uh, yeah, ma'am, uh, there's somebody in 202. 
Well, no, I have you attached. Well, there's somebody else <laughs> in 202. So He's you lucky you didn't suplex him through you, a nightstand. You to give me another room. So I had someone in the bed there that I didn't, I, you know, I just walked into the room. <laughs> and then the other time, which I'm pretty sure was in Florida. probably tired and angry and wanting to lay down. They just double book sometimes. Yeah. They give you the same key. That happens. And another time in Florida, uh, somebody was in the shower. Same thing. Got to the hotel late. Walked in. I don't know if it was a male or a female. I don't know what it was. Dog, cat, orangutan, not sure. All I know is I hear water going and I hear shower going. I opened the door and I left the room. I'll ah. see you later. It would have been better. Downstairs. It would have better if you opened the bathroom door. And like the mood is about to change. <laughs> yeah. No. 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 Stop. So. Uh, yeah. Scare the hell out of them. So. And then leave. They won't even know who's yeah, there. I don't know, dude. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> so. Uh, so yeah, those. Are, I've had that stuff happen to me. And you had uh, the thing you talked about. We had a little animation on uh, you and Tommy had a little scuffle well, that was in the Florida. Time. That was different. Yeah. That wasn't. Still. That you was know. in a lobby of a hotel outside of Tampa. <laughs> Seminole area there. That was a whole nother start with the Green Day. Yeah, that was a long time ago. <laughs> <laughs> that was way before ECW and uh, uh, before WWE days. I can tell you that right now. So that was definitely before that. Uh, but anyway, yeah, you know, the thing with traveling, man, it's hard because, you know, it, it's unpredictable. It's unpredictable what's going to happen, especially that you travel so much. And some people might have heard those stories. I just said I heard about Shelton. When I heard about Shelton with the car, with the gun, I wasn't shocked. I never had that happen to me. I never heard of anyone hap that happening to them. But I do know that there are, anything can happen because you travel so damn much. And you're in a different car all the time, rental, different town, um, different hotel all the time. And you've heard people say it that did the job I did, and I'm, I might have said it in the past. Sometimes you get to a town, you get off a plane, and it's going to sound insane. This is not a concussion thing or nothing, but sometimes you're like, wait a minute, well, we are in, we're in Sacramento? Like, you know, or Fresno, where am I? Like, you know, that happens. It's just because you travel so damn much. Um, so to hear that, like to assume that someone like Shelton Benjamin didn't go and do a walk around and check his rental car or check the glove box or wherever this gun was that was loaded didn't surprise me i don't blame the dude i mean because you, you you're just doing this all the time so it's like you just have no time you don't care it's not your car you do your thing just got to make sure you return the car full because if you don't put gas in that thing and return it full i've learned this the hard way they will fill it for you and they will charge you a lot of money like an insane amount of money a brutal amount of money so, um, so anyway, that's guess yes. what? What's up? We're back on Facebook Live. The problem has been solved. I see people saying Happy Rusev Day. Shane uh, Scott, old friend of ours, uh, uh, Kobe's pops, uh, Russell Wilson, the New York Yankee. That's right. Oh yeah. He is a Seattle Seahawks quarterback. Who the uh, the Rangers uh, traded him to the Yanks for future cash for considerations. Future, yes, yes, that's interesting. So we are back on Facebook Live, seamless. So uh, there you go. Uh, Welcome back. So maybe some of you punk jobbers uh, could uh, tweet that, not tweet, share the show on Facebook so people know that left and say, oh, look, this bum Taz, he's back on Facebook Live and it's, it's working, hence why he's doing his thing and, uh, well, you know, running the game uh, like nobody else, uh, as we know. So uh, I guess we'll put out a tweet out on that. But it's nice to see that we know what the problem was without getting too much detail. 
Uh, I'm not. I'm not checking that yet. I'm gonna wait till uh, the, uh, the post game. Sure, but you're sure we're good. Yep. You're checking I, everything out. Yep, I got the double, triple, a okay, th- uh, thumbs up. Way to go. You're ready okay. to go. You can do this. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, is it something that we feel will be fixed for life? <laughs> I'm going to just say uh, for the next uh, 25 minutes. No, it sounds like the team. Yeah. They might have figured it out. It might have been you know, a, a I glitch. I love the team. You know that. Of course. Team. You're a team player. Yeah, I love them. Uh, they love you. Yeah. So. Nah. Nah. No, that's it. Yeah, no, I'm just, I, I, I'm ah. multitasking. I'm trying to tweet out to my, my audience here. Share the show on ah. Facebook. Uh, uh, David Burns, about time. Taz got the audio fixed. Thanks, Dave. Uh, stay entitled. Stay entitled. Um, he might have put me <laughs> over at the end of that match. <laughs> I, he could have. Yeah, you love uh, everyone in this world, don't you? Ignacio Vasquez, uh, rental cars are complete ripoff Jones. Uh, there's no doubt about that, but you need them. Uh, it's interesting. I, we noticed this the last time we had Facebook working, which it seemed like uh, years ago. Um, a lot of the same names, they come back. They're fans of the Facebook Live with the Taz show. They're loyal, which I love them. I appreciate them. But uh, they kind of, when I wasn't on Facebook Live for a while and the Taz show wasn't doing video for a while, all these changes, I couldn't find them anywhere on social media. Nowhere. No love. So no love for your boy unless you're on Facebook Live. So they're more loyal to Facebook than they are to you. I if you come to that. us, we'll, 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 right. hey, we'll, we'll watch you. Right. That's called an agenda. That's called an agenda. They're Mark Zuckerberg's minions. It's called an agenda. It's called an agenda, Seth. I don't. I don't. I don't know what to say. Put my mic on. Yeah, sorry. So, what do you uh, mean now? Yeah, it's all an agenda. Uh, it is. It's an agenda. But I love these people. You know that. I love these people. I hear you. I've also before I go on here, I've had a lot of people complain to me about you. Okay. Um, the sound effects store works fine. They also want you to stay out of it. That's all I'm telling you I've heard. I hear you. They want you to stay out of it, and I agree with them. No problem. I'm just uh, Okay. I said I agree with them. Right. So, um, you suck. Yes. Okay. Uh, you're good at a lot of things. Uh, working in the sound effects store is not your strength. That I can tell. Of course. I, I would never. They don't, even let, they don't even let people like me in there. Yeah. There, there really is. No. Uh, Ryan Jones, uh, Facebook Live. There's a select group that remains loyal to you, Taz. Yes, Ryan, and I know you're one of them, but thank you, sir. Uh, some of these other people, they're loyal uh, here on Facebook. As I say this, my Facebook numbers just drop. <laughs> yeah, they we'll show drop. you, mister. They just, yeah. yeah. That's right, Taz, you told us, and they just disappeared. <laughs> uh, <laughs> is there a Nick from Salem siding here? I'm here oh. on Facebook Live. Yeah. Wow, Ball Nut Jones, what's going on there? What was <laughs> loaded guns? Someone, someone, I don't know. I, that's what I heard. All right, anyway, uh, I'm just going through my notes here. All right. Uh, mm-hmm. No, I'm not talking about that. Mm. Uh, I don't want to talk about this. All right, let's wrap uh, it up. Uh, uh, no, no, that... no, no, no. So, um, yeah. Anyway, so that's the deal. Are we good on? Um, uh, actually, we're gonna go to break. I know that. We're yeah. gonna go to break here in a minute. And then we're, uh, but we're good on Facebook. We co- we're not gonna when we go to break. We're not gonna have a problem coming back from break. Uh, I don't think so. I, I think give, I think. Okay, good. I want to yeah. give people a chance to share the show, build up, the stream, get some stuff going. I just got done doing Tads and the Moose, Three Hour Jones, National Radio. No, well, just not stop working. I'll be right back here. Taz show continues on this Thursday. Sit tight, kids.
Jobbers. We are back here on this Thursday, Tash Show. February 8th, 2018, not 16. Support for the Tash Show comes directly from our friends at Rocket Mortgage by Piccolos. See, chances are you're confident when it comes to your work, your hobbies, and your life, punks. Rocket Mortgage gives you the confidence that you need, that same level of confidence that you need when it comes to buying a home or refinancing your existing home. And uh, the beauty of it with Rocket Mortgage is that uh, you can apply simply, understand fully, take a mortgage conflict to get started. Uh, please go to rocketmortgage.com uh, slash TAZ. That's rocketmortgage.com slash TAZ. Equal housing lender, license in all 50 states. NMLS, consumeraccess.org, number 3030, Rocket Mortgage. Yeah, so there you have it. Uh, yeah, there you have it. So uh, we were talking uh, We were talking a little bit about uh, why, 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 why are we not fading music, Seth? Why? I did, I did. Turn your own uh, mic on, damn it! Turn my mic on! Turn it on! I, 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 I did fade it! You didn't fade it, it sucked! <sighs> damn it! The wide shot sucks. That's got to be an outside shot. Don't be quiet. Outside shot. Where is Anthony? He's not here. I need Ant here. I need him here. Okay. Anthony, if you're listening. No, don't be a wise right. ass. That's how you get fired, sir. Oh, don't boy. be a wise ass. They call me the Shockmaster. Are you threatening me? Where is Anthony? I need Anthony. <laughs> I never thought on. I'd say that in my life. <laughs> Come on. He's, he's lovable. I love him. Where is he? He knows. <laughs> he's on his way. I'm always taking shots at him when he's on the air forever. So that happens. Jesus Christ. Uh, anyway, let me get back on track here. I just got, you know, I, I, I just, you've been working on the show, sir, for three years mm. as a boss. Get your shit together, Seth. Mm. I'm begging you. Do you have any accountability? Any? No. It wasn't me. That's why nobody likes you. Eh. That's why we get along so well. No, we, who said we get along? You say we get along. I don't get along with you. Yeah, a little bit, sometimes. Uh, kiss my ass and call me Charlie. How's that? All right, so okay, uh, Charles. What happened? So there, I know there was a little bit of a jokester stuff going on. Oh, there with, uh, yeah, I wanted to ask you about that. About actually, the new day, right? Yeah, they were actually. Uh, you know, you never would think with the whole Booker T. Corey Graves thing, you would never think that would be have any kind of airtime on WWE television. And there you have New Day hanging out in the back, and they're reading social media, and they're they're making jokes about Corey Graves. I didn't mention Booker's name, but it was pretty funny, man. Like uh, one of the things I remember off the top of my head was they had a SmackDown top ten, which I almost I don't know, it's so lame. But and New Day was number six. Like number six, that's about the same percent chance I give Corey Graves in a street fight. <laughs> Whoa, what the hell? Wow. Wow. Jeez. Um. Mm. Another one was that. Uh, what, what do you think's better, Corey Graves' jab or his right hook? It's like, Jeez, <laughs> really? Wow. Get back to work before I give well, you a beating. I, no, I wanted to ask you. Like, do you think uh, they had to clear that? Do you think they just went off the cuff? Do you think they have kind of free reign, being New Day, and they are the, the jokesters, the pancake guys of the WWE? I, I got to tell you, uh, maybe they're real tight with Booker, and or just you know they felt like they wanted to uh, you know give him a little stick up for him a little bit. In a joking way. Um, that's what you call going into business for yourself. If they were, if they did do that, I don't think that's what happened. I think that um, those lines were cleared. Um, that's that's what I think. People here on Facebook Live are saying it feels like a work. Messia um, Keel says uh, it feels like a work. Jeremy Stubner says so lame. 
I think it just means you in general, Seth. That's cool. Yeah. Um, One of my fans. Yeah. Uh, you know, it, it does. It does smell and seem like a work. I said the other day, if this is a work, man, I don't know how are they going to do this or what they're doing. I, I don't think it's a work. I really don't. Um, I just, I just, my gut tells me it's not. I've been wrong before. Um, usually with this stuff, I have a pretty good instinct. Um, I think you said the other day, it's like there's no payoff. Well, there is so, none because so this Corey Graves, right. yeah, from what I see, can't work and wrestle anymore. And Booker T is, you know, he's basically retired. He's, you know, he got a wrestling school. He's trying to do a bunch of other different things. I, I don't know where they, they, they are going with this. Like I, So that's why I don't think it's a work. I think that what they did here with the New Day is they allowed them. I think the New Day came up with the idea and pitched it to Vince or Triple H or one of those guys. And they allowed it, the brass allowed it, because they would placate to the inside, the, the hardcore wrestling fan, who, as I've talked about at Nauseam, is the audience that pays for the WWE Network. So, you know, as I've also talked about forever, the WWE, their main audience is the casual fan because that's how you grow the audience as a bigger reach to the casual fan where the hardcore fan base is much smaller. But yet, WWE has been doing a much better job for quite some time recently um, of trying to have a balance of let's give the hardcore smart fans, in quotations, um more of the inside stuff. So if you're a, a, a guy and just got home from work and you ate dinner with your family, your wife and your two kids, and you got two little kids, hey, Daddy, let's watch wrestling tonight. All right, all right, I can watch the first hour because I got to go to sleep. I got to get up for work. And he's just a dad watching wrestling with his kid. He doesn't know what's going on. He don't know what that means. He yeah. has no idea what that means. No it, idea. But the, but the WWE Network, I know it, this wasn't on WWE Network, but... The WWE Network, and that's what they want to do. They want to sell subscriptions. Understand that. They could call it whatever they want, and once they do this tier system, which they're going to do, they want to sell subscriptions. That's where the money is for them. That's where this business is going. I've talked about this for a long time. My show, not anytime soon, is not going to subscription, behind a subscription wall. But you people know this. You people! Well, you know that you pay for stuff. You pay for subscription stuff. You pay for it. But not here. I give you free lunches every day, you son of a bitch bastards. Wow. All of you. Yes. Can you? I, I don't think that's wise. Okay. So why? What did I say wrong? Huh? I, I just don't think you should be name calling the audience. Oh, they love me. They know I'm joking. Oh, they, right. they know how I am. So, so here's the thing. There's no... You know, I'm acting really tough with my, my grandpa glasses on. <laughs> oh, I'll whoop your ass, kitty. I tell you that right now, sonny. You better watch yourself there, you little son of a bitch. Can I do my read? Where's my glasses? All that sort of shit in Brooklyn, I'll tell you. Don't play with me now. You get off this porch right now, I'll whoop your ass right here. Me and my friend, my Jewish friend Seth, we will whoop your ass. Look at him. You do not come here us on this porch, sonny. Look at that. Look at that. Get your ass off this and we'll give you something to develop the fish. It's some pastrami and some of that pasta that Taz eats, all those carbs. Oh. You get your ass out of here, son. And wash it down with the borscht. <laughs> yes. The borscht. Uh, Love it. Uh, anyway. uh, seriously, though, uh, 
the Booker T. Calligraphy. Real quick. Love it. Do that again. Yeah. Well, love it. What I do? Yes. <laughs> that was it. It was, it was funny. Uh, uh, real quick about that. You know, they do take. Sometimes they take what happens in real life. What? Sometimes they take what happens in real life. Sir, and sir. They, you're screaming. Oh, you don't you, have to yell. <laughs> I said what because I didn't. My earphones went out for a second. You don't have to scream. All right, sorry. Grandpa. Listen. Um, take it. Go ahead. Serenity now. You know, like David uh, Burns, Facebook Live. Uh, I, Shut up, Seth. I, That's what he said. Okay, continue. Uh, sometimes they do take what happens in real life and they incorporate it in a storyline, and it's because it's they know everybody knows about it. When Lita left Matt Hardy and went with Edge, you know, yeah. they made that into a storyline, which was great. When Bret Hart got uh, left the company, Owen came back, and they kind of made it like you know he was the brother left behind and Lone Wolf. So uh, you know, but like yeah. you said, for this one, how I don't know how they're gonna. Where's the payoff? Yeah. I don't see. I don't. I don't get it. I don't. You know. So make it Booker to just lay him out in a pre-show WrestleMania just for fun. For what? It's not, not, that means nothing. Right. That does nothing for no one. It, True. You, you take over a, the talent. You're taking right. a guy in Corey Graves who you feel is your current and your future. You have him on every show watered down, um, where you're hearing his same viewpoints and opinions everywhere. Um, and I like the guy. It's not that I don't like him. It's just, I, and I've said this before, I just feel they overuse him. And now you're going to take a book of tea and in a work fashion, uh, beat the guy up or bump him. I mean, it just doesn't, it, there's no, there's nothing, there's, that's bad business. They'll never, ever do that for no reason. Um, now, back to this whole thing with, with the New Day. I think they did that as a joke just to pop the internet because that's what a lot of the boys want to do. They want to get the hardcore fans saying, oh, here's an inside thing. Or the office wants to pop the internet. And the internet is the hardcore fan. So, you know, um, uh, that that's it. I mean, so that that's that's what I that's why I think that happened. That's know? funny. Since I knew I knew the story, it was fun. It was funny to me. It was funny to watch to have them do that, you know. And I like, you know, and Corey Graves, uh, I guess he laid out for it. You know, he didn't he didn't respond to what they said or anything. And he was on SmackDown too. So Maybe he didn't know it was coming. Um, or maybe he's told to lay out. Um, Seth's using inside broadcasting terms. inside terms. I'll tell you guys. He wants to be smart to you. <laughs> no, I don't. I don't know what else to call means, it. Not talk. That's what that means. It's inside terms. This is what people are obsessed with around here. Inside terms. The people I work with everywhere I work. Somewhere, every show I'm on. Well, you work in the business, so they're going to use the I inside the terms. <laughs> <laughs> what else? Thinking that's what's... that's kind of true. Yes. All right, listen. I got that. Don't be a Hello. Sorry. Yeah, I got it. I got yeah, it. Yeah. Right, right. So, um, what'd you ask me? Huh? I, you asked me a question, didn't you? I, 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 are you okay? I'm, dude, I'm fine. I, right. I'm multitasking oh. like I always do. No, I said uh, Corey Graves did not respond to oh, the New right, Day. Right, right, do you right. think he was told not to respond? Or did, uh, you know... No, I think that he probably realized... It, let sleeping dogs let's, lie? Let's let, leave it alone. Uh. Uh, you know, he came back with his tweet to keep his own, I guess, integrity and credibility... Uh, with the the Zen uh, Asian ruler of the world, whatever he tweeted about. Well, he basically uh, said he he removed the enemy from the equation before the enemy removed him. Right. That's basically what he said. So, Kill or be killed, I guess. You, you always told me that when you're when you're in the business, it's like dog eat dog, you know, swimming with sharks. Oh, I'm sure it went for the announcers too for everything. Everyone's yeah. always, someone's always looking for your spot. Yeah, you know what? No, it it definitely did. But I gotta say. Um, you know, with the announcing when I was there, especially in my prime with Cole, um, when we were on SmackDown, we, you know, we were a team. We were a unit, and we watched each other's back. JR and King, they were a team. They watched each other's back. And for a long time, there was nobody else but us. So we were competitive with them. We were always on the chase to them because they were senior to us. 
And before you, and they King were was on Raw, Raw. They were on Raw, the mothership where we weren't, and that's how Raw was treated heavily. You were like, the step stepsister. We step were the redheaded brother. stepchild. Yeah. No disrespect to redheaded step kids, yeah. but we weren't live. They were live. They were. It was an older show that's been around longer. It's Raw. We weren't. Everybody in the company knew Vince McMahon's baby was Raw, and we weren't on Raw. You know, it was J.R. and King. They were in the Hall of Fame. They put them in the Hall of Fame, and we're like, well, how are we going to compete with these guys? They're in the Hall of Fame. You know, like it's your Hall of Fame. They deserve to be in the Hall of Fame. I'm not saying they didn't. But so there was a lot of competitiveness in, in a friendly competitiveness. You're friends with those guys. We Yes, absolutely. Still are. Yeah. I think that, well, but what it was was we, meaning Cole and I back then, and I, and I will speak for him because, you know, he's not here to speak for himself. And I don't think he would say this publicly just because he's a company guy and he's not going to get heat. That's He's good at not getting heat. Um... But I'll say it because I love heat. Um, so <laughs> my whole career has been about heat. I mean, that's that's not a new thing. I mean, that's kind of what I do. Uh, I'm, I'm the heat meister. I used to work on Sunday Night Heat. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Big heater. Major heater. <laughs> uh, so uh, where Cole is a little different. Cole, the heater. Cole is not like me. Cole is a little bit different. Cole is he's smart. He takes his time. He doesn't get any trouble. With the office, he does everything the right way. Um, he's, you know, he, he, you know, you know, but but where, you know, I was a little different. We were competitive with those guys more than they were competitive with us with Jaron King. We were chasing them; they weren't chasing us, and that made us better. So my point in getting to this is, uh, with Corey, um, he's was with a three man team. Now it's still a three man team where coach is there. Uh, he's also on SmackDown. So, what team is he on? And that's not Corey's fault. He's everywhere. Um, he's still being snarky. Like he's still jaw- like, giving it to Coach now. Like he used to give it to Booker. And he's, yeah, that's yeah. his job. Yeah. That's what he does. I mean, I got no problem with that. Yeah. I mean, because I, I told you people, okay, many times, and I'll say it again. I'll say it to my head explodes. You have to realize that the bulk of things you hear from announcers in WWE is not coming from those announcers. You're a puppet. You're a very highly paid puppet. And not every segment, not every minute of what comes out of your mouth, but some of the stuff that sounds like, ooh, he just took a shot at that guy. Most of the time, guys, I promise you, most of the times, when there's a shot being taken, you're being told to put that shot in. It's not this guy being disrespectful towards another guy. Most of the times. I'm just telling you that. So... Did you ever, in your in your uh, career as uh, being a commentator, do you ever have anything that kind of started as jokey or something? That you got? Did you get hot ever? Uh, a lot of times, yeah. but, but I just got hot now because I noticed something on the video. No, hold on a second. Oh shit! Oops. That's nice language. <laughs> My bad. Why, why is this? They keep setting up this. I don't even. I don't even see it when I come in. God, that's my fault. Everything. I want to blame Pat. He's the one who set up the studio. I want you fired. Please Don't. just quit. I'm sure you could just text somebody and get that done. You could right. probably do it. I could probably be out of here before the show's over. Talk to Pimento. Uh. He hates you. I can't hate Jewish. I can't. I can't fire Jews. They gotta keep the Jews here. I can't get the Jews. Got Jews. 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 Jews from the media. Jews from the industry. Jews. I'm gonna spit my water out. Don't uh, spit on the Jews, Taz. Don't spit on the Jews. I did not say that. You did. Um, Jew spitter. I'm just telling you that, man. Be a good character. Uh, yeah, the Jew spitter. I'm not saying any of this. This is <laughs> Seth. And- but my hymen. Um, how do you say last name again? Hymen. Hymen. Mm. Uh, yeah. Courtney Summers, Facebook Live. 
You're being fed through a headset. A, a lot of times, yeah, I'm not now, but yeah, when you work for WWE, yeah, you know, that's what happens. Thanks so for the education. A, a lot, okay, Seth, be a producer. You're not a co-host. Calm down. You're starting to get your little underwear, your tidy whities all bunched up. Calm down. They're black. Be in charge. You have mic time. You're on the air. We understand. The audience knows the producer role in radio, including streaming radio. Producers need to be heard. They are frustrated <laughs> talents. They love the attention. We know this. I'm Every producer that's been on here, except the captain. Every one of you people wanted to be on air. Everyone, you hams. Everyone. Hams that stink. Shit ham. Okay? How's that? Shitty ham. Okay. Damn wig. All right. What was I saying? You got me all thrown off. So just please. Uh, you're getting fed in the ear. You get someone what? Someone taught us. You get, oh, you, I'm you just saying yeah. that sometimes people, yeah, you do get fed. You do get fed stuff. That happens all the time. It happens all the time. And that's why I'm telling you people, that you can't get hung up with the thing like, oh, wait, this guy said this. That's controversial. This guy said that. that. That's not always the case, guys. I promise you that's not always the case. It's it's someone in your headset. Oh, you asked me a question, bro. You asked me, uh, what the hell did you ask me? You asked me if I ever had um, uh, something get me mad, and then the, the, the lunchbox pissed me off. What would yeah. you ask me again? As a commentator, you ever have like stuff, you know, obviously someone in your ear is going to make you crazy sometimes, but did you ever have any inter interactions with other wrestlers or, or, or with Michael or whatever else? You, you actually legitimately got pissed off on the air. Yeah, uh, a few times. Um, hmm. Definitely with J.R. King when we've done like combo pay-per-views. I can't remember instances. I know there was a time when a bunch of us were doing, there was a, a third team. I don't know if it was JBL and some, maybe JBL and Cole. It was me and Joey Styles. I could have been that. Um, I went at one of those guys. I don't know if I went at JBL hard or maybe Coachman was on there. There's been several times, yeah, where I've definitely, and Cole has too. So that's what I'm saying. It's, I, had, I have to put a qualifier on it. It's not every time that you hear a sarcastic shot by someone that um, it's uh, uh, all someone in your headset like Vince McMahon or Triple H or Stephanie telling you to take a shot. Sometimes it could be you being, but I've heard some of Corey's shots at um, and Cole at, the, uh, at Booker T. Th those are coming from the gorilla position. And, and they're, you know, they, those guys are not going to talk to Booker in, in that way and say that stuff. And Booker it, knows that, too. Booker knows that. Of course he knows that. I, I mean, unless I miss something here, I don't think any of the stuff that Booker's upset about, I don't think it's stuff that, unless I miss something, tell me if I did, he wasn't complaining or angry about anything Corey said on the air to him, right? No. Yeah, he's a pro, Booker. It just he's sounds like, it feels like. Uh, it's more of a behind the scenes thing. One of them had to go, it sounds like. You know, it's not going to be the young upstart guy. Yeah, and he's not so much young anymore, let's be honest. And again, like I said, I do like Corey, but he's not a kid. I think that's the problem. And WWE, they don't have, uh, I mean, who are they developing? That's what I said the other day here on the Taz Show. Like, who are you developing? Like, really, truly developing to be the next batch of commentators. You know, you're doing three-man teams all the time. Because when you do a three-man team, you're taking the pressure off the two-man team. You know, it's a pain in the ass to be a part of a three-man team. It's less work. It's a little bit easier, but yet it's harder to build chemistry. Sounds weird, but it's true. Those are true things I'm spitting out here. So yeah. uh, that's what I do. I spit the truth. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. So uh, Absolutely. That's the deal. Okay, yeah. good. Yeah. So um, 
So that's a deal. But are people sharing a show here on Facebook? Are we are we good there, people? Are you people sharing a show? Are you people sharing a show? What are we doing? People on, uh, I expect like people to like uh, answer me. Uh, I, slight I delay, slight delay. Yeah, they can't really answer me. Well, I don't mean like that. I mean like verbally, but I, I, they're not there because we have no phone lines. Oh, boy. Um, Mike Salvio, Corey's 33. That's pretty young. Yeah, yeah it, it is, but he's, what I'm saying is he's been a commentator there for how many years now? NXT like five years ago. Okay, probably. that's my point. Yeah. So, you know. New talent. I know saying. you people have. You know, the internet, you could check people's, you know, date of births, and I got it, the Wikipedia and all that jazz. But, you know, when I spit shit out here, I know what I'm saying. I'm saying the guy's been doing this for multiple, several years, five years, you said. That's not a new commentator. Now, who's the latest? I'm not who? saying he's old. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying he's got to retire in some sort. I know that. You can do that job for a long time. What I said was, who are you developing? And it's a quasi-rhetorical question. I don't need to poll up. I don't even need you to answer me. But who are you developing? I'm talking to WWE. Who? Who are you developing? You brought back Coachman. You think they're in the well, performance center? You brought center? back Coachman. I'm on my opening monologue. Sorry. Could you please be quiet? My bad. You brought back Coachman. Uh, that's not new. That's old. He's, his voice, his tone, like I said the other day, sounds old. Yo, who are you developing? You know, what'd you ask me? Next you think in the performance center they got they they're working that the same way they uh, work the wrestlers? Performance uh. center, performance center. I mean, that's all I'm tired of hearing about. They're always yeah. doing something. Oh, they got everything. They got announcer boots. They got rings. They got this. They got, oh, I know. You know what? This is what you learn. Okay, you really learn this business when you're out there in the business. You could train and learn the logistics of wrestling the right way in a school. There's no doubt. That's how I learned. That's how, more, that's how I was teaching. But you really learn in front of people. You want to be a commentator? Sure, you can learn the ins and outs in a studio, like I did. WWE would send me to their studio in Connecticut, and I would work with certain announcers offline calling matches to learn. Yes, but I really learned, learned out on the in, job. On the job. That's how you really learn. So, um, you know, uh, Chris Pacito says, uh, who's on 205 Live? Uh, the play-by-play guy, his name is... I haven't watched it in a long time. Oh, God, who is? That's a good who question. Is this is a problem. We can't even can't think remember. of who it is. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, who is it? Someone's going to put it on uh, on uh, on the Facebook Live here. They're quicker. Oh, Vic Joseph, thank you. Scott, Shane, Scott. Vic Joseph and uh, McGinnis. Okay, thanks. Thank you, Shane Scott, uh, my UK friend. So Vic Joseph, he's good. But he's a play-by-play guy. Understand this, punks. He's a play-by-play guy. Okay, he is not. He is not a color commentator. What do you mean no? But Vic Joseph is good. I like him. I think he's very good. Um, and I think that uh, what's his name on SmackDown? He's doing a lot better job. Uh, Todd Phillips. Todd Phillips. Yeah, Todd Phillips. Yeah. Had the deer in the headlights look on my face. Like, wait a minute, who? He scared uh, me. Yeah, he he's definitely doing. He's been. He's really gotten much better. I think in the past seven, eight to nine months. Uh, of course, he's getting a chance on the big, big stage. That's how you get better. Uh, Commentator-wise, I mean, um, Nigel, uh, I, I think he does a good job. Um, I, I can't sit here and say he's amazing, um, but I don't think he's a guy you're developing. Um, I, I don't. I think you you got to think about who are these next guys you're developing. Just bringing back... Um, just bringing back, uh, you know, Jeremy Stubborn said, uh, Stubborn said, Tom Phillips is great, 
Morrow is the best, though. Uh, disagree. Uh, that's not true. He is not. No! Uh, he is not the best. <laughs> but that's okay. You're entitled to your opinion, sir, and I'm entitled to mine. Mine just happens to be built around 30 years of experience. Uh, I know I'm being a little bit of a douche, but that's who I am. Can I, you know, I like yes. Nigel, too, but he's too quiet. Like He doesn't have the booming voice I feel like you need to be on. You know, Not that you have to be everyone has to sound the same, but it just sounds like he can't really, he can't really uh, project his voice. Yeah. In a way that uh, catches my attention. Yeah, you, it's, not to say if this is yell at me, but I, it's no, too quiet. There's a difference in sounding excited and yelling. You don't want to yell, and there's a difference in projecting your voice. You know, and broadcasting to be a true broadcaster. Um, that's important. Anybody can just talk on a mic. You can give anybody a headset. It's like radio and podcasting. People think, oh, I could just do that. I could just go on the radio. Oh, I could just go into podcasting. I, just, I have opinions. I can just get on the microphone and talk. My ass. Uh, yeah, you can, doesn't mean you're going to be good at it. Um, so there's a lot more to it than that. Uh, a lot more to it than that. Uh, being a broadcaster is not just talking into this. There's a lot more involved in your cadence, your inflection. Uh, this is the, the performance end of it. The way your pipes sound, your voice, um, you know, your years of experience, how that changes your voice in how you inflect when you speak. Um, you know, uh, you mean you don't work just you don't just work three hours a day. <laughs> you know, that's it. You come in, you no, talk a couple hours, you leave. We're not doing this on an ISDN line. <laughs> Even though I wish we were, but we're not. <laughs> when you do ISDN line, that's called low money Jones. I hear you, low money Jones. Yes. Uh, so I'd rather go high money. So uh, anyway, um, Tom Phillips. Uh, do you mean Tom Phillips, guys? Uh, Chris Cash. Yeah, that's what we said. Tom Phillips. Sometimes we gotta say Ta- it, Chris. Todd Phillips. What did we say, Todd? Todd. Well, to- Todd or Tom? Tom. One more word and I'm hanging up on you. What's his name, Todd Phillips? I think so. Or was it Tom? It's Tom Phillips. <laughs> you're making me... You're making Tom me. Tom, like the Tom Tom Club. <laughs> Remember them? <laughs> you know the Tom Tom Club. Yes, I do. <laughs> this thing like a... What was that big, big hit? Oh, Tom Tom Club. I'm thinking Thompson Twins. Hold oh, Me Now. Oh, they were good too. Hold Me mm. Now. There you go. Now, now, now. It's What's Tom Phillips. Tom Phillips. You go, Tom Phillips. Tom Phillips. Just stick to wrestling, Taz. Come on. Talk about sports with the moose, 6 to 9 a.m. Eastern, CBS Sports Radio. <laughs> uh, you're too much. Todd, Tom, whatever. Todd, Tom. One more word and I'm hanging up it on you. It don't matter. You it really doesn't, does it? It really does. You even mention your buddy Byron Saxton. He's still going strong. Yeah, what is he? I mean, like, he's still rolling. I mean, mm. I, God bless him. I mean, mm. really, I don't understand. Harvard's gone, right? I mean, Harvard's not. He a showed player. up on. A, he was on a pre-show. Oh Lord, the, the, uh, one of those pre-shows. Uh, well, he's having his own stuff. I don't want to get into the whole gossip thing, but you know, uh, I don't get into that. Uh, yeah, I don't. He stopped wrestling for his wife, his girlfriend, and they're not together anymore. Uh, John Dean Taz yeah. equals Rick Dees. There you go, Rick Dees. <laughs> 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 we talked about him last time. That was pretty funny. Disco uh, Duck. Uh, yeah, there he goes. Producer Jones got to talk in front of the mic. Uh, I'll move it. No, move it. Stick it up your your arm. So okay. now so I'm taking a high road. <laughs> yes. yes. <laughs> Eat my socks. Eat my socks. <laughs> uh, anyway. <laughs> uh, oh wait. Ooh, uh, what? Uh, What's up? Friday throwback snack. I was just you read my mind. Yeah. Uh, yeah uh, Friday throwback snack tomorrow. We're going a little. Uh, so I'm starting to think, man. I, you know, before we say what it is, I'm. I was thinking this yesterday. Do we do a deal where, you know, don't tell people what the snack's going to be? Let me finish. I know you're ready to chirp. 
<laughs> don't tell people what it is and then just drop the pod and then people see what it is or is that a bad idea what do you think well either way they're going to see the description they'll know what they'll know what, what it is before they download uh, it or stream yeah, it no surprise. So, yeah. yeah that's a good point but you know what regardless of what the match if you're a fan of the wrestlers or not you got to tune in to hear Taz talk about it cuz that's that's the that's the entertainment part yeah, and you get right. and you get to watch along with you that's really cool yeah, I know. It's, uh, it's definitely cool. I mean, hopefully people like it. I mean, some people like it. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> the best way to start a Friday. Such a liar. I stay up till midnight when, it, go, when it I love it. <laughs> I think it's grand. Especially the open. It's fantastic. The open's great. Yeah. yeah. Thanks, Andy. Mm. And Grandmaster Doug. <laughs> well, no, here's the thing. Um, it's a good one. I can tell you that it's a good one that we got going on. It's going to be a little easy dub. Whoa! Oh! 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 oh. Excuse Whoa. me. Whoa! Little easy dub. No way. Yeah, we're gonna go two of the best. Two of the best. One two. Test one two. Two of the best ever. Not just an easy dub worldwide in that ring. We're talking about. Uh, we're going to explicit this. This is an E rating, this podcast. Absolutely. Right, uh, the whole fucking show, Rob Van Dam, you're damn right, in Asbury Park going against my man, uh, Jerry Lynn. <sighs> Jerry Lynn. Yeah, Jerry Lynn, RVD. Bro, kidding me? Living Dangerously. I think it was 1999. I believe I was there. Your boy, you were there? Yeah. Your boy was on the card. Yeah, yeah I know. Yeah. I had a sign and everything for you. Nice. Um, yeah, so we're going to go RVD. And we're going to go uh, uh, Jerry Lynn. Listen, these guys have had some great matches, as you all know. So um, that's going to be the gimmick. You know, we used to do our fantasy draft shows back in the day, and one of our shows was top 10 underrated wrestlers. I don't remember if we had Jerry Lynn on there, because I think he's one of the most underrated wrestlers ever. I'd be shocked if I didn't mention Jerry. Maybe yeah. I haven't. Right? Because I mean, he was Jerry's fantastic. Awesome. Yeah, no. Uh, and these two guys had a series of matches. They went, they went at it. And, and at times, I had to wrestle after them. <laughs> I was not happy. I would like go to Paul, just bitching. No, I don't want to wrestle after them. No, Sam was like, "Taz, it'll be right." No, I don't want to. Crying like a bitch. No wonder you were so loved back in the day. <sighs> they suck to follow. I'm sure they they did. They put on every match was just epic. I've wrestled before them too, and that sucks too because then it's like. Yeah, your match is good, but oh man, the one after you, Lyndon Van Dam. Oh my God, those don't know why they were after you. I'm like, thanks. And some of the younger fans are not familiar. Uh, this is definitely a must see. These guys, they really they they like took over ECW for a little while. Like they became like the thing everyone was talking about. Yeah, I know. And, it pissed me off. Trust me. And they, they didn't have to even cut promos or anything. All they did had to do is get in the ring and wrestle, and oh. it was just so entertaining. Unbelievable, both guys. So yeah, do a little throwback snack. Your boy here giving you a little. Uh, you can watch along with me. Uh, this one's going to be from the WWE Network, unfortunately. I don't like to do a lot of that. I'd rather just do the YouTubes, you know, but um, some people don't have WWE Network, you know what I mean? Are people sharing this Facebook thing right now, I'm going to kill it. I'm just telling you right now. We're about to wrap the show up anyway. Yeah, well, you know, and also you can share, you get some, a friend of yours to share WWE Network with you. you know? What? You could share WWE oh. Network, too, so you can watch, you know, do, follow along with Friday Throwback Snack. Mm. <laughs> you got to do the gimmick, right? People know you did the voice. You did a good job on the Scooby gimmick in mm. the open. I know, so we know it's you, Seth. We know. I knew it was you, Fredo. We know. CJ Wilbur, 
Taz and the Moose, 6 to 9 a.m. Eastern, Monday, Friday, <laughs> on CBS Sports Radio. It was amazing. Thank you, CJ. Oh. Appreciate that, my friend. Thank you. Taz and the Moose. Would appreciate it. I don't know if he'd laugh, but... All right, thanks a lot, CJ. All right, we're here at 7.15. Uh, we're going to talk about Josh McDaniels. What do you think, Taz? You know, I'll tell you what I think about Josh McDaniels. Josh McDaniels, oh. I think he looks like he looks pretty stupid. Don't you think, Taz? Yes, you do. You think he looks stupid. Thank you. All right, we're going to go to break. <laughs> oh, dude, you can't just punk the moose I'm like that. Punking, I'm having fun. You love the moose. Love the moose. I don't know if moose would laugh at that, though. No, well, mm. he should laugh. He's entertaining. He's a nonstop man. It's just amazing how he, he fills Dude, his lungs. He he can just go. Just you talk about broadcasting. I, I that guy will just go. I'm telling. Like, I'm just thinking the same thing. Nigel McGinnis can listen to Moose and learn a few things. Yeah, learn a lot. A lot yeah. of guys in WWE can listen to Moose and learn yeah. a few things. He would. De- you know what? If he got into it, he he could, I could picture him doing it. He could do it with his eyes closed. I mean, he could, yeah. he could do the the broadcasting end. I don't know if he'd want to get sink into storylines and character development. But, you know, he's a pro. Like, you know, like we do our show, you know, we have a run sheet from a producer, Mikey B. You guys know Mikey B. Mikey B, you know, you're friends with Mikey Bisegler, right? Yeah, now. good guy, man. Yeah, Solid. He's the thing, though, he's married, you know, and like between us, like, but he has this cat named Leon. <laughs> I heard you guys talk about that. Bro, a little bit. it's weird. Like, <laughs> That's, well, it, I don't know what he's doing with his cat. I don't, I, listen, I don't want to go there, but I'm saying with these married couples, before they have the kids, they like they love their pets, and all of a sudden they have kids, and the the cat scratches the kid, and they, they get they put the cat in the street. You know, I love China. I, got, I didn't realize yeah. that. Okay, yeah, that's how it works. I understand. I've been married a long time, so I don't know. But yeah. uh, okay. you guys ever have pets? I don't even talk about pets. Who you? No, when I was young, I grew up. I had a uh, different type of chimpanzees and orangutans that makes around sense. the basement. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I had Rottweilers. Uh, yeah, the Rotties. Yeah, that's why you have those long arms. I get it. I have long arms for yeah. a man that's uh, uh, under six two. Yeah. So, uh, and it wasn't that funny, but okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, Knuckle dragger. Uh, that's me. Yeah. No, never so. never since you're married or, you know, have a kid, uh, dogs, cats, nothing, parakeets. Gabriel Pe- Rowland. Peacocks. Can't wait for baseball talk on Taz and the Moose. You know. Um, we th- talked about Russell Wilson. We did. Yeah. Well, that was here. He's talking about Taz and the Moose. You didn't talk about that? You guys talked about it today, too. I listened to your show. We talked about that today? I, think you, I believe you mentioned it. I believe there was a mention. Oh, I think you, you're right. We did. Yeah. See, I don't even know. Sometimes, like, uh, it's so funny. Like, he's never gonna make it to the major leagues. I mean, so don't um, talk. Just wrestling. This is a wrestling show. Back to wrestling. Do not talk about sorry. That's you know, I'm a Yankee fan. Six to nine a.m. Eastern. All right. We will talk. Taz and Moose will talk some baseball. I want to talk a lot of baseball. So does the Moose. But sometimes on CBS Sports Radio, baseball's. It's 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 popular on there. Maybe not as much as football in the NBA, but it is popular because baseball's so many games. It's regionalized. You know what I mean? So that's the only thing. But. You know what happens too? Uh, sports. You know, uh, football was hot because the playoffs and the Super Bowl. Now NBA's getting heating up as it gets to the second, late in the second half to see what's going to happen there. And baseball's just starting. Once once basketball finals are done and the hockey finals are done, then all of a sudden start people start paying attention to baseball, right? All right. On that note, uh, another edition of Taz Show. Appreciate you guys, and thank you for uh, dealing with the problems we had earlier on the Facebook Live, but we regrouped. Uh, snowback tra- uh, throwback snack tomorrow. As I told you, RVD, Jerry Lynn, make sure you download it. Thanks, everybody, for the support. We'll be at, back at uh, take two. Back at you live on Tuesday. For Seth and everybody else, uh, I'm Taz. You're not, and like I said, I hope you guys have a good one. And we're back, a little snowback throwback snack. Wait a minute.
Three, two, one. Like I said, uh, thank you, everybody, who checked out the show on Facebook Live. And uh, tomorrow, throwback snack, Van Dam, Jerry Lynn's going to be great. Back live here on Tuesday, uh, radio.com. Uh, Gimmick's name is Fern and Burnham. And also on uh, Facebook Live. I'm Taz, you're not. Adios.